Welcome to the Hannah Says Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah, and I'm here to help you unlearn the garbage narratives in this world that are holding you back from being your most authentic and beautiful self. No topic is off limits, so get comfortable and join me in laughing, crying, and embracing your weird, unapologetic self. Welcome back to another episode of the Hannah Says Podcast. And if you're new here, welcome for the first time. Today, we're going to be talking about a hot, hot topic. Um, But before we dive into today's episode, let's just do some regular updates. So as you may or may not know, I am now accepting questions for an advice column that will be starting soon. You can, the I believe it's the first link in the show notes, or if not a link in the show notes, you can click on it and there is a Google form where you can submit any question. You could submit a short question. You could submit a long question. You could submit feedback, a comment, what you want to see, just anything related to the podcast. And that will always be there now. So if you don't have something now, but you have something next week, definitely click on that link and send me a question. Um, other updates, I just got back from a little trip home. So that actually inspired this episode. I was staying with my family and we all know that staying with your family can be tricky sometimes. And that is a really good time to implement and flex a lot of boundaries. My favorite word ever. So today we're going to be talking about a few common mistakes that people make when they set boundaries. These are mistakes that I've seen people make over and over again. People talk to me and they say, you know, I can't set this boundary because of this, this, this. These are all the mistakes that I constantly see coming up over and over and over again. So chances are you are likely making one of these mistakes. And that's not a bad thing. Mistakes I've made as well. But... The less we make these mistakes, the easier it becomes to set boundaries. And yeah, with that, let's dive in to what I thought was going to be tip number five, but I actually think it's a good place to start. And the number one thing, one of the number one mistakes people make when setting boundaries is they do not trust the journey that they are on. So what do I mean by this? Well, essentially, when you begin the journey of learning to set boundaries and starting to implement them into your life, it is just like learning any new skill in which it becomes easier over time as you continue to practice and implement it into your life. Most people think that at the very beginning, they need to be able to implement every single thing and then they get so overwhelmed that they don't even try. So... Make it simple for yourself and don't make it overwhelming. Just start by learning, gathering information, and then implementing things in low-stakes situations. So with a friend who you know will react well or a situation like that. And trust that it will get easier over time, just like any journey. I am about 
two years into my boundary setting journey, and this has been the most successful trip home I've had in terms of boundaries. And that's only come after three or four other times where I have struggled. And that's okay. And each time I got better. And that's really what the journey is about. Sometimes you just have to allow yourself to try. So that is the first one. The second one that people make, a mistake that people make all the time when setting boundaries, including me, is not filling up your own cup first. So what is really important in the act of setting boundaries is that we understand that it is actually a gift to whoever is on the receiving end or yeah, to whoever is on the receiving end because we are verbalizing to them what we actually need and we are showing up as our authentic self. That is a gift that we often think is rude or not very nice for us to say no, but not being our authentic selves is by saying yes and taking on too much and burning ourselves out is not genuine. And this is not meant to be a personal attack, but that's the truth. It's not genuine. And in a way, it is manipulation when you lead someone to believe that you can take on a lot more than you actually can. So we want to make sure that we are having a really good perspective on what boundaries are, that they're a blessing for the people around us and they're a gift. And in order for us to really be able to fully show up for those people, we need to set some boundaries so that we're not overdrained. So when we set boundaries, it's really about filling up our own cup first. If we are not setting a boundary and we are overextending ourselves and offering to do something for someone when we are at a minus 20 in the tank, that's not going to feel well for us. And it's also not going to feel well for the other person involved because we may become resentful, we may not do our best work, and we're likely not showing up in a version of ourselves that we feel proud of. So make sure if you are setting boundaries that you are filling up your own cup first and making sure that it is overflowing because that's a really good place to give from when you just feel so much love and acceptance and gratitude that now being in service to others becomes easy and it becomes something that you want to do rather than it being a chore. The third common mistake I see people make when they're setting boundaries is not enforcing them. Setting a boundary the first time is the easy part. Continuing to enforce it when people try to break it down is when it becomes difficult. A good analogy that I just thought of that is honestly kind of funny is that when people talk about coming out of the closet, they say coming out is the easy part, but staying out as you experience homophobia and 
pushback is the hard part. This is the same thing. Coming out with your boundaries, easy part. Enforcing them against pushback is the more difficult part, but it is the part that makes or breaks whether or not this boundary will continue to stay there. It is equally, if not, well, equally as important as setting the boundary itself. And if you are setting boundaries with a difficult person, it is almost guaranteed that they will try to break your boundary. So when we're setting boundaries, we can expect that and we need to prepare ourselves to be able to enforce it by saying um, through different ways, which I will lightly discuss in this next point, um, which the next common mistake that people make when setting boundaries is they try to force someone else to listen to their boundary. So what this can look like is, let's say you have a boundary where you don't want to talk about diet culture. This is a boundary that I have. I don't like to talk about weights. I don't like to talk about calories. I don't give a shit what diet you're on right now, Karen. Okay, I don't give a fuck about any of it. So just keep it away from me. Honestly, don't touch me with that shit with a 10 foot pole. So let's say you have a boundary against diet culture. You do not engage in this sort of conversation. So a common mistake that people may make you know, they may say, this is my boundary. I don't want to talk about this. And this might be something that the person on the other end talks about quite often. It may be a regular thing for them. And it may the situation may often look like you trying to say, no, you can't talk about this. This is my boundary. Don't talk about it. And we often think that boundaries are something that you have to say are rules that you have to say, no, you can't do this. And we try to force them onto other people. But the thing about boundaries is that we can't force anyone to listen to our boundaries. Yeah, it's nice when people respect our boundaries and they should, but we can't force them to listen or understand. So in these situations where we find we are getting frustrated because they're continuing to do this thing over and over again. That's where we set an actual, what I like to call an internal boundary. So rather than trying to force someone to listen, you actually have to set a boundary with yourself. And that looks like, okay, if these, if the conversation turns to diet culture, I'm going to leave the room. If the, conversation, if the conversation turns to diet culture, I'm going to change the subject. And if it doesn't work, then I'll leave the room. If it turns to diet culture, I will disengage and I will go to the bathroom. Or I will eat my food and not pay attention. This is much different than saying, you know, trying to force someone else to listen to your boundary. Because... Like I said, we can't force anyone, but we can protect ourselves in those moments where we feel unsafe. And that's what boundaries are really about. So back to the last one, which is not enforcing them. This is something that a lot of people do, is that they will fail to 
protect themselves or enforce their own personal boundaries in these situations. So how you enforce a boundary like this is you have to be able to parent yourself, essentially, and trust yourself to take action on the boundary that you set for yourself rather than ending up in these situations again and ignoring how you feel. So to really enforce this boundary, it might first look like stating your boundary to the person, but it also might look like just walking away if you know it's just not going to happen or it's just going to be a fight. And that is 100% okay. That is to protect your energy. And that is also to protect the energy of the people there so that they are not getting this reactive version of you that is triggered out of your mind. Instead, the whole situation becomes much better when you know your limits and you walk away. That said, you know, there may be situations where walking away is difficult, but essentially the gist of a boundary is that you cannot force anyone. So you need to figure out a way to remove yourself from situations rather than trying to shove your boundaries in someone's face sometimes. This is going to be a short and sweet episode, but filled with gold. Um, So the last common mistake that people make, which leaves us with five common mistakes, five pretty good ones, is over-explaining their boundaries. So we often think when we set a boundary that we need to make the other person understand why. And this is probably one of the number one pitfalls that people get into. Boundaries are not something that need to be justified. Boundaries are basically where we end and the other person begins. They are our limits that are around us, the container that keeps us safe. And they're not something that ever needs to be justified. Emotional boundaries don't need to be justified. Sexual boundaries don't need to be justified. Boundaries don't need to be justified, period. They just need to be set and enforced. So a common mistake people make is trying to get other people to understand their boundaries. The reality is that many people will not understand, but they don't have to. They just have to respect that this is something that you need in order to be happy. Not everyone has to understand everything. It's not always better if they understand and it just they don't have to. So it's really important if you are setting a boundary, especially if you are setting a boundary with a particularly difficult person, to not give them a lengthy explanation and try to make them understand. Just to say, this is my boundary. I know a lot of y'all people pleasers out there love to over-explain yourself, so practice it in the mirror before you set the boundary. This is my boundary. People may ask you why. If you feel it's appropriate to explain it, that's totally fine. If you feel like you're discussing it with a person that you trust, then in situations like that, you could share a bit more. But if you're setting a boundary with someone who tends to break your boundaries, definitely do not recommend trying to get them to understand. And even if they are someone close to you who you do trust, they still might not understand and that's okay. They just have to respect it. Stay with me, y'all. 
R-E-S-P-C-T. <laughs> That's a reference to the office. I know how to spell the word respect. <laughs> this episode is a short and sweet one, but let's do a quick recap on the five common mistakes people make when setting boundaries. Number one, not trusting the journey and failing to actually take any action at all because they're so overwhelmed thinking they gotta go from zero to boundaries master all at once. No, it is like learning a new skill. It's like learning to ride a bike. You get better, it gets easier, and you do not have to do it all at once. You're not gonna be biking up the mountain right away, but you might eventually. And that's just how it goes. Number two is not filling up your own cup first, not giving and being in service to others from a place of abundance and instead continuing to drag yourself into the ground and ignoring your own boundaries and not giving your best self to the other people who are you are in service to. The third is not enforcing the boundary, simply starting at setting the boundary, but re- not, but failing to continue to enforce that boundary over time as it gets broken. Remembering that this is equally as important as setting the boundary most of the time. This is where the actual work comes in, in enforcing it. The next one is trying to force someone else to listen to your boundary Instead of setting an internal boundary and walking away from situations, we cannot force anyone to listen to our boundaries. Yes, they should listen to them. Yes, it is respectful. It is nice and we appreciate it, but we still cannot force anyone. So we have to be able to protect ourselves in those situations and set a boundary to simply walk away. Very last common mistake that people make when setting boundaries is over explaining, wanting to make the person understand, wanting them to just say, oh my gosh, I get it and you're so right. Bitch, this isn't a fairy tale, okay? If you're setting boundaries with a difficult person, they are not going to understand. That's okay. They just have to respect it. That is all. With that, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you liked it, you could do one of a few things. Number one, hit that five-star review on Spotify or Apple. We are almost at 100 reviews on Spotify, so it would mean the world to me if you could help me get there. Number two is take a screenshot and share it on your story. Tag me. Write a sentence about what you loved. I see all of them. I repost it. We'll be DMing. Tell me what you like. I might not reply right away, but I promise that I will reply. Because behind the Healthy by Hannah B Instagram page, if you don't follow it, go do that, is just me. So I'll talk to you through there. But I hope you enjoyed this episode. And I'll see you next time, you work of art. Love you. Bye. Bye.